Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the 27th episode of Tender Loving Care, question mark, with your host myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down two shows from the TLC network, the name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out that it actually stood for the Learning Channel and I saw the types of shows were on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select two shows to cover for the next episode by spinning the wheel of shame which has all 113 shows that we will be studying hi Kate hello another episode another day another dollar oh speaking of dollars if you have five (laughs) dollars Polly, let the people warm up a little bit okay take a breath everyone take a breath (laughs) because you know we're professionals here so we know that the first minute of listening to a podcast we have to sell our souls or sell whatever we can the hustle never sleeps yeah never sleeps so we are going to do this really quickly then we're going to get to the good stuff we just do want to remind everyone listening we have started a patreon so for five bucks a month you can be part of our patreon and kate and i are watching 90 day fiance uk which is a dream to our eyes our brains our heart our soul our ears everything it is a dream there is a man on there that possibly possibly killed his (laughs) ex-wife that was a countess worth millions and lived in Vienna and he's carrying around gold bars and a suitcase. I may have made all of it up, but that's what I think is going on with one of the people on 90 Day Fiancé UK. If you want to learn more about this woman that lived in Vienna that died under mysterious circumstances that I completely made up, listen to our podcast, join our Patreon, $5 a month. 
we listened and watch um, the 90 Day Fiance UK on a Sunday. We record straight away out on first thing Monday morning. So it's fresh, fresh, fresh. Um, Kate, where can they find us when it comes to Patreon? How do they get there? Okay, so you can go to patreon.com slash tender loving care pod. That's the direct website. Or if you want, you can go to our Instagram bio. We have a link tree link that leads you right there. Perfect. And you will also get a very, very special gift if you join up until I think it's like September the 1st, right? Did you? Did, I think. Uh, yeah, it's about another. I think it's another month or so, a little less than a month. Another. Yeah. Um, Kate is a graphic designer and created something that, trust me, <laughs> trust me, you want to see. So go ahead, follow the links. All right. That's out of the way. So, Kate, we're already doing one show this week. Yes, we again, <laughs> again, again, to no one's surprise that's listened to this podcast. <laughs> They're like, oh, is this uh, how many have we got this week? Always a guessing game. Another another show scrubbed from the Internet. Yeah, we had what have we pulled Kate born without limbs? Yep. So born without limbs is no longer available for streaming. I believe there were a few random youtube clips but we decided to just focus on the other show that we pulled uh which was long island medium so that's isle of media yeah that's that's it this week yeah this episode is gonna be a little bit spooky speak we're getting into autumn and kate and i just gonna speak for kate right now are super excited about the month of october everything autumn everything fall everything spooky and kate we'd already said we're going to do a very very special couple of shows for the potty listeners that it's going to be all paranormal it's going to be amazing kate yes i love this time of year um Mm. we both ironically live in places that don't really have that like (laughs) autumn feeling that you want but i i i love halloween i love ghost stories anything paranormal i'm in so that'll be really fun to dive into and uh this is kind of dipping our toe into that for the first time i believe so it is. It is. So this is like a little taster. We're going to get very, very spooky as the weeks go on. But right now we are going to start with Long Island Medium. So when we got this last week on the Wheel of Shame, Kate had mentioned that her mum had actually uh, gone to a live performance of Long Island Medium. So what we're going to do in this episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to pass over to Kate to talk about, because she spoke to her mum about what her mum's experience was. Um, and then we'll get into the, we'll read the synopsis of the show, get into the show. We'll go over some of the very interesting articles that mm. we have both pulled about, um, uh, about Long Island Medium. And then we're going to have a little section, guys, about our own experiences with the other world. So, Kate, take it away. What did your mum say? I'm dying to hear. Okay. So, I was excited to talk with, her about this show in general, because as you all know, Pauline and I are sort of tourists uh, for a lot of these shows. We just kind of pop in, we skim through sure. it. What's it sure. all about? My mom has been watching Long Island Medium pretty much the whole time it's been out, which is That's years. Like eight, yeah, it's like eight years. Yeah, there's this 14 seasons. She said she's watched almost Jeez. all of them. And so she is a genuine fan of Teresa. Mm-hmm. And so I 
did a little interview with her. I kind of want to pick right. her brain about, cause we always wonder who are these shows for? Like, who's the audience? Mm-hmm. Why do they like this? So, um, I asked her what she liked about the show and she said she likes, she feels that it's positive to watch because she thinks that the whole thing Teresa does about giving these messages, that's, it might not be what you want to hear, but it's what you need to hear in order to move on or let something go. She likes seeing those types of things happen. She enjoys the sort of surprise element. You don't know who's going to come through. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just kind of like the unique stories that you hear from these people. Um, so that's kind of why she's into it. And my mom is very into this sort of thing. She's really into numerology. Um, she told me she keeps seeing the number 33 threes, Mm -hmm. threes everywhere. Interesting. Okay. Um, and she very much thinks there are spirits. She says angels watching over us. Um, she'll much like Dorinda from Roni with the balloons. Richard is here, you know, RIP Richard. She's kind of into that too. It's like, she'll see something be like, Oh, I think that's my dad saying hi and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I can understand why she's into it. And I think that's why a lot of people are, they're like, they like that. Okay. So, okay. okay, So (laughs) She went last year, okay, at the end of the year to the Houston area. So we're in Austin, if y'all don't know. So she went to the Houston area, not too far away, to this resort. And Uh-oh. she stayed at the resort that okay. this big Teresa Caputo show oh. was at. Okay. And that's why she went there, obviously. Okay. So um, <laughs> she was like celebrating something. And that was what she wanted to do. <laughs> All right. So come on, get into it. I want to know. I want to know. So I was like, what happened? Did she have an opener? Like, was she really personable? Was she kind of just like, get in and get out? And she's like, okay, so we got in. It was like socially distanced. We all had to wear masks. Mm -hmm. She came in. She she was on a little stage. And she just kind of... I thought you were going to say she was on a little scooter then. But anyway, carry (laughs) on. (laughs) Not yet. Uh, And so she's on a little stage, gives her speech about the whole thing, what she does. And then she just started walking through the crowd. My mom was wanting her to read her because she would have liked to speak with her father, but, um, she didn't end up reading my mom, but she said that, yeah, so she was very open to it. It just didn't happen, but she said that it was like a two hour show and like six people got read. So she would sit for you know, a little so bit of was time. She, was she bringing, because I've been to some of these stuff, was she bringing someone on stage or was she literally going through, like in one of the articles that I read that happened before, before your mum went? Um, and it was, you know, she would walk around and she would say, go to a certain area and she would say, I feel my my lungs are uh, filling up with fluid. I feel like drowning. Is there is there someone here from, like, would she do that? Or yeah. Bring people up and, yeah. Okay. I forgot to say that. Yeah. So she'll say, what she's feeling, what she's getting sort of, she'd be like, does anyone over here like have, you know, an older father figure that recently passed or something like that. And (laughs) then every, and then everyone's like, 
you know, there's like 10 people like, yeah. And then she kind of starts to feel more, say more, get more specific and then figures out who it is and then talks to them for like 15 minutes about it. 15. Okay. Because that that. just seems like very few. She only read six people in two hours. Something like that. She would sit and talk with them for a while, I guess. And my mom said it got really emotional and like really dark stuff came up during it actually. And so, um, so, she, yeah, she believes what it. Fully. I, what I want to know is, did your mum's opinion change for better or for worse about Teresa um, after she went to the live show? I think it was at least the same, if not better. Okay. okay she, she wanted to go because she wanted to feel it. You know, she wanted to see cool. her in action and she did. And she still believes it's, that she can okay. do it and she likes okay. her. Good. Okay. Well, I I deeply appreciate um you know the um, agent in the field work that you did. That really was truly agent in the field. Yes. Um. Anything else that you want to add that your mum said about Teresa? Uh, we started doing some research. So you guys, this is a woman. She's been doing this twenty years. She's really successful. She's like worth her net worth like three million dollars. She's written four books. Um, I looked up how much a reading is, Mm, how much it's, uh, anywhere from 75 to $150 for a session. Hank, you're talking about Teresa Caputo that we're talking about Long Island Medium. Yeah. You can book her for 75 bucks. Apparently. No, there is no way that is $75. She chucked what? Her website. It's on her website, but there's the thing is there's a huge wait list. So like yeah. you're, you're probably not going to get to see her, but it's not that expensive. That first of all is, um, um, I, I'm, I'm shocked because I have never known one of these people that have the television shows that are medium, come to be medium or psychic that have that type of rate at all. <laughs> what was funny is when I said that, well, the first thing that was funny, my mom was talking and halfway through, she goes, are you recording me? And I was like, no. Oh, paranoia. <laughs> and then um, the other funny thing is I was like, I had the same reaction. I was like, whoa, I thought it would yeah. be at least like 300 bucks or something. And my mom goes, well, that's not why she does it. She doesn't do it for the money. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> she doesn't do it for the money. She, she does it because she likes to help people. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. That's okay. That's that was, it. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. Yep. I mean, great Intel, great Intel, um, personal experience. I mean, she got a lot to say about that. I mean, she, this show has been going on, guys, from it was 2011 to 2019. She, it's her, her husband, Larry, and Larry Jr., the son, and then there was a daughter. I didn't even see her in the episodes that I saw. And Kate and I split. We basically went on to Episode Ninja, some random website that listed like the top 10. Um, and I took five and Kate took five. So we kind of had a chit chat. Don't worry, not about content, but before, and we were like, well, there's no point is really going and analyzing every single episode. So we're going to do like a general kind of overview of what we thought and then get into Kate and I's kind of, uh, experiences ourselves with mediums and with, um, the um, so if you haven't watch this i'm sure everyone's probably a little bit familiar she's a teeny tiny like five foot something american woman 
living in Long Island. She's obviously like anyone that is a medium has had this ability since birth. Um, her look, Kate. Little tiny thing. The hair is, if you're familiar with what Aquanet is, I think it was like a famous in the 90s or 80s, this like serious hold hairspray. The hair is teased within an inch of its life, just piled on top of her head. Um, she's always bustling. You know, she's always one of these little tiny girls. Is always going, girls, she's like 50s. Like, but she's always like, here and there and going there and getting her nails done and getting her head. The nails, the nails, the nails that it, Kate, French tip. If you're familiar with what that is, this is just the white right at the top of the nail. But she is it acrylic where the white is about three inches long mm-hmm. and completely like square. It, it really is something to behold. When someone's style just gets frozen in an era, that's kind of what oh. happened to her. She she always looks put together, but it's, always. it's very 90s-esque style. Yeah. Higher the hair, closer to God. God. You know, yep. it's like very that. And uh, she, yeah, you're right. She's she's go, go, go. She's, everywhere she goes, she's reading people. She's constantly inundated with, you know, people from the beyond speaking with her and that's her life. I mean, what I was interested, there's lots of things that struck, because I had seen this maybe once before. I'd seen one episode a long time ago, so and I was aware of her. So she's married to this guy, Larry, who, oh, Larry, Larry, we talk about image. So Larry's got the chunk, the big, chunky silver necklaces and jewelry, and then the little gray goatee. Um, they were married, they were married for like 28, 28 years. They were like, you know, that couple that you see that you can imagine in Long Island always going to be together forever. And they divorced, which I was yeah. really sad about. How, do you know why they got divorced? I actually talked with my mom about this. Good. Why did they I've, get divorced? They look perfect. I know. Um, so sh- I don't think she's really gone into it publicly, mm-hmm. but we were speculating because we were looking at her schedule. First of all, she travels constantly all across the u.s and canada and everywhere and um so we were like okay so she's traveling a lot my mom's like she's constantly like everywhere they go doing these readings i'm like do you think that kind of like war on him i'm like well maybe she's spreading her energy to everyone else and not the relation this is all just like speculation yeah so it just she's just very busy with her career it seems like so maybe that's it but i mean watching some of these episodes I don't know. Maybe it was just the episode I saw. They didn't seem super close. I wanted to believe they were. Like that old school Italian, but like, you know, being married forever, but still in love and taking care of themselves. I I don't know. I'll tell you something that I was a little bit suspicious about. Okay. So I read up, they divorced in 2018 and Larry decided to move to LA. Now, listen, when a man... Uh-uh. in his 50s decides to move from where he's been born and raised had children with his wife he divorces his wife and moves to LA I'm worried California I'm, California fine LA worried I'm really <laughs> really worried about where Larry's am I gonna try and look him up absolutely but I don't know why in God's name he moved to LA so that worries me a little bit and I wonder if there there could have been something to do with why they got divorced 
interesting i don't know speculation but i'm worried about what larry may or may not have done i read she said that there's still a family though they still love each other like i think they're still around each other okay good they're one of those couples kind of like on real houses in new jersey there's couples like that so um yeah that's the marriage so yeah i was upset about that um i mean what the show is really is as kate said it's kind of the same thing you know as we imagine they're very quick episodes right they're yeah. like 20 something minutes you get you set the amount what really struck me more so than the price now of these readings is that they do a ton of exterior shots and always have of her house and she lives in like this little um cul-de-sac in a very ordinary looking house ordinary place in long island and i thought she is so hugely popular as kate just said like filling out stadiums and stuff people come to see her People could walk right up to her door. That really unnerved me, those exterior shots. They probably do. Yeah, I was thinking about that. And of course, everyone would know her in the neighborhood. Everyone would know her outside of the neighborhood. Then everybody knows her in the city and everyone knows. Do you know that really? I was like, God, I wonder how many people come to her door. Do you think it's desperate? Fake? Fake I wondered if it shot? was like the Kardashians. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I don't think it is. Yeah. I really don't think it is. It's very you see them kind of going in and out of their house a lot. And remember, this was 2011. So this is a long time ago this started right. with reality TV. So I know that was something that just struck me. But we kind of always start the same. It's her and Larry in the house. You see all around her house and very much into her personal life. And you see them in there. They're having a chit chat. So there's like a storyline of those two that week. One for me was he was deciding to start a a business where he would turn people's ashes into like art, like sand art, but it would be their ashes. And so then they go to... um, uh, crematorium and they talk to people there that was like one line and then in between that what they do is they then have her read like two people right and while she's out and about she then you know meets people and starts talking to them i mean okay yeah know. that's that's similar to what i saw like one of mine was his thing is he wanted to have a koi pond in the backyard which i'm like okay like they had to move the fish in during winter i'm like okay yeah this was um, a story. so yeah koi pond they go to the nursery to get some plants she does a reading on one of the employees at the nursery it's very much like every week every every week week was the same um what you know we watch five episodes each i don't know about you kate but uh my eyes i don't know if they look puffy i cried the entire time for all of these i mean they were so oh yeah you see here's the thing and we're going to get into our opinion of Teresa and then our own opinion of mediums and everything like that but you're dealing whether you are listening to this show and saying I have absolutely no belief that anyone on this planet can speak to anyone that has passed on I don't believe mediums don't believe in psychics don't believe in seances don't believe in anything to do with the paranormal you would say that you could condemn or congratulate people then that you believe may be imposters. You may use the word imposters for someone like Teresa because they will give people comfort. But then you can say, well, it's extortion and they're giving them money under false pretenses and things like that. But watching this, I kind of went in with two minds because to just say straight away, I absolutely, I've had my a lot of intense experiences with with the other side, which I'll go into in a little bit. Stay tuned. and. um 
I wholeheartedly have um, believe in mediums. I have been to mediums that have been absolutely false, have not been mediums at all. And I've been to um, a few that have knocked it out of the park and absolutely are genuine. And I go in completely cynical because they always say, you think you're going in, but you're wearing a wedding ring or they see a tan of a wedding ring. They can tell this and, you know, people are always going to be there. They're noticing a necklace you're wearing. So they'll comment on the necklace. And these people can be very skilled at picking up nuanced behaviors you have, which is very true for a lot of people that claim to do this. Absolutely. Um, And I've had that done to my, you know, with myself that you realize what they're doing. I would go in with different, like site, you know, if you had to sign in, I put in a different name or I wouldn't, you never tell them anything about yourself. You go in, are you, you know, you don't answer questions directly. There's so many things you can do, right? But sure, a skilled con artist or whoever is going to notice things that perhaps if they are not a true medium they can develop into say to give you a reading that you may believe but I'm just putting that out there but we saw well I saw in the episodes I watched I'm sure Kate was similar many people that needed answers when there are unexpected deaths um people looking for comfort and when you sit and watch as I did in a couple of these episodes, two p two women that actually three that their child had died. Yeah, I mean, there isn't anything that will ever make you feel any better in your entire existence and the rest of your time on this planet if you lose a child. Right, and these these were uh all women that came and there was one woman in an episode called spirits on the slopes um her name was cindy and her her question she says i need to come here because i need to know whether my son took his own life or it was accidental which is a monumental question so she goes in and you know, Teresa was wearing, she does readings at her home and she was, she had a bright blue shirt on and she walks in and she starts saying, you know, you'll hear about your son. Um, and she goes, I see that you have a, you have a lot of angels figurines in your house. And she says, yes. Now you go, okay, that could be something I did notice on the lapel of her, the jacket that Cindy was wearing, she had an angel. Mm-hmm. So you could say, okay, someone may, she may have picked up on that. Um, what happened? She says, I keep seeing, um, a prescription pill bottle being knocked over or being thrown against a wall. She says, and the spirits communicate that it wasn't working. It wasn't working for him. And what happened with Cindy is that she was up. So I mean, it's so horrific. She was upstairs. She came down to find her son. He was in his early twenties lying between the sofa and the coffee table and he died um and it was due to a due to some prescription pills he had taken and a couple of beers she said and the mix killed him but she didn't know if it was deliberate or not and uh teresa said it was not um she did mention that you know before cindy said how she found her son she says i see him next to the like the sofa um and she goes i found him by the sofa and she goes and you turned him over i mean and you could say Someone could guess all of this. Someone could guess that, right? That you held him, that you turned him over, all of that. But then she said this. She goes, did recently, 
one of your angel's statues, did it fall over and it was broken? And Cindy says, yeah. And she goes, oh, your son's saying sorry because he was doing that to try and get your attention. I mean, it was... It was so honestly watching it, you are crying and you you see the desperation in these people. So when there are people that are fraudsters and take advantage of people in the most vulnerable time, it's despicable. But personally, I believe that there are so many people that do have the gift and when they do, they can provide great comfort. And I saw multiple times in this that there were... um, there was a lot of comfort given to these people. There really, really was, Kay. And I'm sure you saw that too. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll talk about kind of what you saw and then we'll talk about our opinions of Teresa and and her gifts. I mean, what were the things that kind of stood out for you in her readings? Yeah, so um, the details. And what also mm-hmm. stood out is when she would she would say like, Oh, he's, he's, uh, so, okay. The one I mentioned before the koi pond, she goes to the nursery, they're picking out plants and things. And then she's kind of looking around, she sees this employee and she's like, Hey, I'm, I'm sensing there's like an older woman. I feel following me around. Um, you know, would that be your mom? And she's like, yeah, I lost my mom and my dad, uh, when I was younger. And, um, she just goes into it and she's, as they keep talking about, she's like, Oh, your, your mom is telling your dad, shh, shh, quiet, quiet. And she's saying things that the mom, I guess, would say to the dad. And, um, you know, she, she feels you always remember her as being ill. Yes. She was ill for a long time. And just the, yeah, the comfort, this woman, Mm -hmm. that woman felt much better. And then there was another one that was a big group reading in, a hotel or something. And there was this woman and her daughter that were there. And the woman was a big skeptic. Um, She was like Greek Orthodox, like kind of felt like it was a little bit against her religious beliefs to be there. And her daughter was quite young, I think maybe late teens, early twenties. And Teresa did a reading for them and it was the woman's son, the girl's brother (sighs) had passed and also the dad. And she's like, the father never really got over it or let, or he never Mm. processed it or cried while he was alive. Did he? And the woman's like, no, he, he never talked about it nothing, nothing. And this is when I was crying. She's like, you know, the, your son met him when he arrived and your husband ran up to him and started sobbing and hugged him. And he, he felt it then he like released it then. And like, it was just really, really tender moments like that, that got me. And I, I was, I was crying big time. Yeah. 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 That is, you see, skeptics and somebody that doesn't believe in any of this and and there are a lot of people that doubt this woman Teresa Caputo Mm -hmm. as a lot of people doubt a lot of of mediums but she has had a monstrous amount of backlash she really has yeah um if she's not charging these people let's just say all these people got it for free and let's say it was all made up 
is there any harm in giving some people that need this well I guess you'd say it could be false hope I'm trying to look at this in both ways I mean after watching this and we're watching edited shows as well okay we're watching everything completely edited usually any readings you have can be half an hour an hour and most of these we see a couple of snippets we don't see very we don't see that amount of time at all on the readings um but from what I watched I mean, I I genuinely believe she has a fantastic gift and she can connect with the with the afterlife. Um and she provided great comfort for these people and some answers. And there was one it's it's interesting as well when you watch mediums um that are in the spotlight. Like I I text Kate about Tyler Henry, who I I'm not even gonna get into on this, but I've I've never seen anything like it. Never seen anything like what that man can do. Um, and his connection. Um I watched him and and one with like this with Teresa, that um they're dealing with Tyler Henry, for example, dealt with uh there was um in it wasn't uh Mont- was it Montecito floods? Remember when California had those horrendous floods and mudslides and it was Montecito very very wealthy wealthy area and um this is Tyler Henry I'm talking about now and um people were killed you don't really understand the devastation that it caused and Tyler Henry just went to go and meet with this woman who had lost two daughters in it two children she had three girls and she said she was asleep and she said, we knew the rain was coming. They'd warned, but we didn't, you don't understand how quickly things happen when it's a natural disaster. She says, and I woke up with, it was as though I was in the middle of the ocean and it was roaring. The water was roaring into our house. It was terrible what happened there. If you're not familiar, go back and look. It was probably about four or five years ago. Terrible mudslides. And, um, many people died and she said my three daughters were there and I grabbed my youngest and my eldest grabbed my the twin of the young she had twins and her eldest daughter grabbed the hand of one of the twins and they were all together and they got separated she goes you don't understand the power of it she goes we were tossed we were turned out through that I mean the entire house there was water through the house you can't imagine what it's like waves of the ocean in your house she says and you get trapped under things you have debris everywhere she says she ended up the mother ended up in the hospital waking up both legs broken ribs broken nose broken jaw broken like horrendous injuries and her two daughters were dead i mean that's so there is no you cannot contemplate such a loss as that and Tyler sat with her the reason I'm bringing this up is because you watch him talk to someone that has been through son such unimaginable pain and he doesn't cry and it's very interesting because you you don't understand it's something that's brought to mediums a lot like Teresa was talking to another woman who had she'd stage four breast cancer she lost her mother she lost her father she lost her she woke up and her husband had died in his sleep from a heart attack and she was diagnosed with stage four cancer I mean it a set of circumstances that are horrendous and Teresa got a little bit emotional in it and that was interesting because when I've watched others and I didn't see her get emotional in anything else 
but I think it's as Tyler Henry has kind of explained it. I think it's because a you have to because the emotional toil that it would take on you when, as I believe, you are genuinely connecting with people's pain and connecting with loved ones on the other side. It is so exhausting. Tyler Henry Henry is can, suffers from. I really don't want to go into him too much because it's not about him. But if you watch him, he has to be I mean he's on bed rest after giving readings because it's so exhausting he had a physical ailments that occurred with his heart after he went on tour um and he's a young man he's in his early 20s because of the emotional toil it takes on them um so anyway it's it's they don't see it because they don't you don't see them cry as much because also they have the reassurance of what the what it's like on the other side and how beautiful it is um so anyway, I just wanted to add that I saw her getting emotional a little bit in it um, once, but the rest of it, she doesn't. And I think that really is a coping mechanism. And also just because she knows how beautiful it is on the other side. Yeah, she seems to have found a way to really connect with these people, but not get completely burdened by all of the emotions that she's around constantly. So tell me, Kate, what you think after watching this, obviously talking to your mum as well, who's a massive fan, um, about Teresa's abilities and how she is with people. And what what was your takeaway from it? I think she definitely has abilities. I think that she's very intertwined with showbiz. And Mm. so people kind of conflate the two and think that she's Mm. some sort of charlatan. But I think that she just figured out how to monetize her gift and people Mm. kind of judge that. And um, do I think that maybe in some of her bigger shows, she's had plants of people that she's read before so that she can put on an entertaining show? Yeah, probably. Mm. But I do think that she has helped a lot of people and I, Mm. I don't find her to be full shit. Right, right. Um, Completely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's, partially. I put myself in the situation if I was giving a reading and it wasn't coming, just say nothing was coming through. Mm-hmm. And you're put in a spot like, like you're on a stage, we have 250 people in front of you. Would you inflate some things that you perhaps can sense and then maybe pick up on other things? and add that to the story because I always watch them and think ones that I completely believe oh my god it'd be so panicking if you're out there and no one's coming through like what would you right but but if you are connected that wouldn't ever be the case you could argue I I don't know I mean anyway we we will go on to talk about really what I read about her because I was very interested to kind of go into her because I had heard a lot about we before we do it before we did this about her particularly being pinpointed as you say as a little bit of a charlatan as there's things going on there um so i pulled up um a couple of articles and definitely wikipedia uh there was another article as well but on wikipedia you know i went into her criticism and it talks about the people that have really raised doubts about her powers and This is interesting. So in April 2012, the James Randi Educational Foundation awarded Caputo 
its Pegasus Award, a tongue-in-cheek award that seeks to expose parapsychological, paranormal, or psychic frauds. The James Randi Education Foundation has been critical of Caputo's work. Then it goes on to Massimo Polidoro, calls her a performer, reports on her, and an investigation was done by Inside Edition. Illusionist Chris Angel offered her $1 million to prove her claims. I mean, she has had a lot of people come after her. A lot of people. A lot of men. <laughs> uh, I noticed. Good point. Good point. Um, what? I, I asked my mom about this too. I was like, yeah. do you think that if she did not have this gift, she would have found some other way to be famous? Hmm. Like, was she a big showman? Was she telling Good jokes? Question. And, you know, and my mom was like, I don't really think so. Like she she's entertaining, of course, and she's personable and all that. But she just seemed really into what she's doing more so than like, look at me, look at me putting on a show, tap dancing. So I don't know. But I mean, did you did you see that Sir Andy? What about Sir Andy? We're so referencing I, Sir Andy Cohen, our Lord and Savior. Uh-huh. Yes. So what I about found him? I found this article, which I was drawn to because it's from the Des Moines Register, which is I was going to look at that one. Yes, I, I actually skipped it to another one, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, if you what? don't know, listeners, I'm from Iowa. So this article was written because she was going to come to town <gasps> and they talk about all these doubts and, oh, is what she they talk about her history. Is she the okay. real deal? And, um, it says Caputo has dealt with multiple criticisms from celebrities such as Andy Cohen, Anderson (gasps) Cooper, and Howard (gasps) Stern. So this is, yeah. So in 2012, Caputo appeared on Anderson live, but Cooper didn't seem impressed with her abilities following the episode. He said that he is skeptical even after her appearance. There's a lot you can say to a room of 300 people. If you say somebody here has ashes of a loved one, there's a pretty good chance somebody has a piece of jewelry with some ashes in it. Cooper said people so want to believe in things. I'm open to possibilities, but I want to see actual proof. Okay. Then she went on Howard Stern And he was upset because um, she wanted to have alone time with the studio audience before the cameras were going to roll. Okay. And he said, we're not interested in leaving people alone with the Long Island psychic for 45 minutes. Stern said to Radar Online, she's She's never coming in here. It's never going to happen. The Long Island psychic is not a psychic. Okay. Andy, that same year on on Cohen's Watch What Happens Live, the Bravo star asked Caputo to do a reading about his deceased friend, Natasha Richardson. I was surprised Uh, he would ask that. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who died in a skiing accident back in 2009. However, according to Cohen's The Andy Cohen Diaries, A Deep Look at a Shallow Year, he wrote, I asked for a few minutes with her afterward to see if Natasha would come through. Unfortunately, she didn't. So it was a lot of fishing. Okay, listen, I will never say a word against Andy. Never, because what he has given in his life to us with the housewives. No, all I'm going to say is Andy was maybe having an off night that night and he should not. (laughs) 
I mean, her response I thought was good. She said she only spent 30 seconds with Cohen. She goes, yeah. it's not, it's not like he came and sat for a private session. She said, don't always believe everything you read online. Um, so, uh, okay. And this brings me to a real, that's a really good point. That was great. I can't believe you got a crossover with this and at Sir Andy. I know it. I was so that was excited. Great, Kate. That was great. Well done. So this is what I would like to bring up. And now I'm going to talk. <laughs> Now I'm going to talk a little bit about my personal experience. And Kate knows this story and some other stories and my friends are aware. And I'm not going to go too much into my complete history. But I would just say um, I do not consider myself. I do not call myself medium. I do not call myself a psychic. I, since a very, very young age, have um, had things happen to me and occur that have been connected with the other side so when i when i was growing up i grew up in a very haunted home um there were many 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 instances of i mean you would be sat in the living room the kitchen drawers would open and shut and we would be in the we would everyone in the house would be in the living room it happened time and time again there were dark shadows at the door I was five years old when I remember seeing the first ghost that I remember if you want to call it a ghost in my brother's room there were instances in this house that there was a lot going on some were troubling and they weren't great spirits and others were protective um I started having a lot of dreams that were premonitions they started off kind of small that I would um know what was going to happen in school that day I would, it went on to, as I got older, um, I would predict pregnancies a lot. Pregnancies were a huge thing that I would dream someone was pregnant and I'd be work. I was work particular couple I was working for. And I, I just, they were pregnant. They, I just knew they were pregnant. I knew the woman was pregnant and I told her, I, you have a dream sometimes. The only way I can explain it is I have a dream that I know I have to repeat. I have to repeat it. And it's not like a normal dream. It's different. There is something different about it. I cannot formulate words to articulate what it feels like. It just is there. Okay. So I told her, you know, I dreamt last night you were pregnant. And she says, I found out this morning. Um, I hadn't told anyone. And pregnancies were a big thing. I would dream that a lot. And I would tell people, sometimes before they told their partner, you know, I'd have to be really careful telling them. Um, I just, I had a lot of that. And then as it's gone on and off. Sometimes there's been a period of my life where I've had a lot going on, like a lot of these dreams or I've met someone and like, not to the extent Teresa, but I've met someone I knew I had to say something to them. Mm -hmm. And it is not, this is perfect example of my most recent, like very kind of big example of this is and Kate knows, I'm sure I told you the story, Kate. Yeah. If it's the story I'm expecting, I'm yeah. really excited. I okay. like this story. So this happened four months ago, maybe a little bit. I was in San Diego and I was at my friend's house and um, my friend's father was in town who I met once before briefly about probably about 10 years ago. He was in town from North Carolina. 
um, or South Carolina, one of the Carolinas. Anyway, so he was sat there and um, he's really, really nice. I got on with him uh, very, very well. And uh, we were chit-chatting during dinner and things like that. And then he sat and it was us one-on-one. And um, we started talking about, oh, he said, you know, uh, my stepmother is actually from England. And I said, oh, I didn't know that. So we started talking about where the stepmother was from and things like that. And he says, yeah, you know, luckily I had a great stepmother. And he says, um, so she's a stepmother um, because my own mother passed away um, when I was very young. And I said, I'm, I'm so sorry that happened. Um, he says, yeah, I was, I think he was around 16 or 17. I'm sat opposite him and he's telling me this story that she drowned. And he said, what happened is, is that um, myself, my brother and my dad were in the water with her. We were all together and myself and my brother and my dad went back into the cabin. It was by a lake, went to the cabin to get stuff ready for lunch. He said, and by the time we came out, I looked at my dad and he said he saw a look on his face that he has had never seen before. And he realized his mother wasn't in the water and they couldn't see where she was. And as this this man who I'm talking to uh, was telling me this, he says, you know, I looked at my dad, I looked at the water. He goes, and I just remember looking to my right and there were people in a semicircle surrounding something and it was his mother's body and she drowned. It was a horrendous story. So he's telling me this. And this man, just for reference, is in about his 60s or 70s now. And so his son is my friend. Um. So he's telling me this story and I'm listening and I keep playing with um, my finger where you would have a wedding ring finger on. So on your left hand, right? And I keep playing with the finger. I keep touching it as though I'm playing with the ring. Okay. Like you're spinning a ring around. And I don't know how to explain this. Once again, I can't explain it. So I just, I can't articulate exactly what happens. I don't hear an audible, I didn't hear an audible voice or someone whispering in my ear. I didn't hear that. I just get an insistency in wherever it comes from to say something. So I say to this gentleman, I, as he's t- I finished telling me the story about his mother, I said, I, I always starts this way because I never know how to say anything. So I, uh, when it, when something like this occurs and I just said to him, I don't know how to say this, but um, did she have an emerald wedding ring? I keep seeing something or I need to, I need to talk to you about an emerald wedding ring. That's what I said to him. And he kind of looked at me and then he like slapped me like really hard on my leg and was like, holy shit. He said, when my mother drowned, and she died and she passed away. I got her wedding ring. Her wedding ring had an amethyst in it. The amethyst fell out and was lost. And when I proposed to my wife, I put an emerald in it and gave her that ring as her wedding ring. Oh, I get chills. So uh, he did, he, and then we just kind of sat there and looked at each other. And I bring this up to kind of talk to you about my experiences with ability or whatever you want to call it, but also the fact that that didn't come to me because I was sat there going, I'm going to do a reading on this man. It mm-hmm. didn't come to me in like an audible way. I The best way that I can explain it, and this is the only way I kind of do it, is like vomit. Like if you're going to vomit, you can't keep it in. And it's as though words are like vomiting out of my mouth. And I I I, I have to say them because I can't, I can't keep them 
I can't keep them in. So I have to say something. And they just fall out of my mouth. That's the only way to explain it. And for example, I like when you talk about Teresa and Andy Cohen saying something like that, if someone came up to me right now and was like, oh, so you told that story, you told me stories about how you're psychic or your connection with the other. All right. Tell me what color underwear I'm wearing or what was my mum's name who died? Right. I probably can't do that. But that doesn't mean that I can't connect with the other side it does it's not something that you switch on and you switch off and I think with Teresa that could very likely happen to her constantly and when you can't switch it on because it's not something you switch on and off she has accusations like this I mean Andy going up to her if it was for like 30 seconds or even if it was for 30 minutes come on get Natasha to come through and talk to me you (laughs) it doesn't work like that no it's not a linear process Yeah, I think that's what's happening with her a lot is because she has all this fame and fortune from her show and her books and her touring and everything. People think that she should be able to just flip it on and do a trick for them. Right. When she can't, they're like, aha, I I caught you. And she's she doesn't put up with that either. She always says, um, I respect that, like in this article, I respect that it's hard to understand what I do, yeah. whether someone believes the, these people talking about me, it doesn't matter to me. People believe in what I do and I believe in what I do. So it's like, mm-hmm. not, I don't, I don't know. Cause I, I definitely think there have been showbiz elements. Like I was saying, like, I don't think she always is giving <laughs> like a completely um earnest reading of everyone on the show maybe but also everything I saw I was crying and everyone was crying and I was like I don't know (laughs) I know what is your experience with mediums have you had a reading before and if so have you had a good one a bad one what's been your takeaway no I've never had a I've never had a reading well we know what we're doing when you Okay. So I have a, when I came to LA, I was desperate to find a fantastic, I wanted a medium. I wanted somebody, you know, there's classifications as well. Medium for anyone that's unfamiliar means that you're connecting and have a, have a direct line essentially to a spirit guide and to somebody on the other realm. Psychic can sometimes involve that, but it can also, a psychic can possibly like predict what's going to happen and give you advice for your future. And there's people that read tarot and numerology, so many different things. But um, when I came here, I wanted specifically to find a medium. And trust me, I found my charlatans looking. There is a load of people. It's terror. It's, it makes me so angry because, first of all, having whatever ability, whatever I do, I can tell if someone is real or not. And they can tell with me as well. That's how I always know, because they know what I know. If that makes a sense when I say, no, you know, they know, I know. (laughs) Um, But this one, this complete piece of scum I went to and I already knew walking in, I was like, "Uh uh-uh. And immediately started saying things very vague, always vague, right? Trying to get this, trying to get answers out of you to give you more information. And she goes, someone's put a curse on you. And it's going to cost about $450, but I can remove it. (gasps) I just thought, you know, I laughed my way out and left. But I thought there are people that she could really scare and that are probably going through a really hard time 
and you say curse and they believe it and then they end up giving you money it, it's so deceptive yeah. and so cruel it's horrible so I went for a long time not finding anyone I mean I would go to different shops and then I went to a fantastic place I'll give a shout out to the Crooked Path um in uh in Burbank here in California and um I it's an apothecary and it's kind of a place of occult um items and things like that and I went in and it was very random it was my birthday and I wanted to go there for my birthday and just buy some things and stuff and someone was doing a reading so I go you know what let's just take because I always just like take a chance whatever my best readings have always been like that when I've never planned it and I've gone somewhere and there's been a medium and I'm like okay uh happened in Scotland as well but anyway I went in and um I met Renee who I don't know if Renee listens I think she does sometimes but Renee is a dreamboat angel love wonderful woman and I sat with Renee and absolutely I was completely cynical knew what I was going in not going to give any answers away not going to give all this stuff so anyway she starts talking and kind of some general things just about Mm -hmm. my life and what I'm doing and I'm like okay 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 and then she very quickly knew that I had a connection as well so we chatted a little bit about that and then she goes like you know she kept going like with her teeth she's like you she goes you keep trying to go to the dentist and spirit guide is saying you have to go to the dentist and I thought oh well I'm English I mean anyone can tell me that and I'll be like yep <laughs> but um I was like okay because that week I had I'm scared of the dentist um so I would like pick I kept picking up the phone to call them and putting it down and I was like okay you know it could, could be something but easily could be explained away you know everyone needs to go to the dentist whatever and then she said um so your grandfather uh uh, as Irish and I was like okay but you can look at my coloring and easily say that I'm Irish or I have Irish heritage and I said yeah she goes um you know he, he communicates with you when you see a four-leaf clover and I thought oh what a stereotype like I was <laughs> like are you serious I was like um okay she goes just know she said to me just know when you see a four-leaf clover that's your grandfather saying hello I was like uh uh, okay okay um so I wasn't completely put up with her but I was just kind of like well that's so gent that's such a stereotype of Irish I was like okay um there's a couple of other things that I thought I was interested in, especially with the dentist and I thought I like and I really really liked her and I was mm-hmm. like okay maybe I'll go back for another one we'll see maybe I'll do a different type of reading like a tarot or something and then I left and then uh the person I was with and myself we went to a pub afterwards obviously because I'm English went to a pub afterwards <laughs> and he was sat with his back to the bar and I was facing him facing the bar and we're talking about the reading and I look at the bar and there's a man that's wearing shorts with his legs kind of crossed as he was standing and one of the back of his calf was facing me and it was a big four-leaf clover tattoo <laughs> right after the reading and I was like ah, you can see coincidence okay. I liked it I was like okay that's cool so anyway I started to go back to Renee and she is the real deal that's all I can say Renee absolutely is and she is co- very very connected to her spirit guides very um intuitive and um she's an amazing medium she's an amazing tarot card reader and I love Renee she's amazing she's moved from LA now into Portland but honestly she is booked all the time for good reason because she's amazing but if anyone's interested and wants to get like a zoom reading or something in Kate 
maybe we'll take a trip to Portland when we're, when we're touring, <gasps> touring with the party. Oh, touring with the party. I'd love that. <laughs> That'd be amazing. It's on my list. I have a list here of places I want to go to and I have Portland on that. Um, so, uh, yes, if anyone's interested, honestly, email me because Renee is the real deal. And I, I'm sick of people being, you know, conned by people that are not. But Renee is. There's many, 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 many readings I've had with her that have been extraordinary so if anyone's interested let me know but Kate should we give this a rating then yeah let's do the rating this yeah. is on the spot for me same as um I'll explain I'll explain our rating yeah. while you do, think do, do, do. um so okay we rate each show that we watch on a scale of zero to 600 I pulled that number from 600 pound life one of the mm. big shows on TLC network uh we like a big range of numbers to choose so we can be very specific I will give this. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say. What's this? What's the spirit? What are the spirits telling me? <laughs> <laughs> what's I'm your guide say, telling I'll you? I'll say uh, three sixty. I'm gonna go very high. Okay. I'm going 500 and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why, because I need, um, I think that, that it's important that people can become aware that people can communicate with the other side. And I think she does fantastic work and helps people a lot. Mm-hmm. And also let's say if it's all a load of baloney, let's just throw that out there. Yeah. You watch this and you learn what people have suffered and things that you can't even imagine and it makes you realize just how lucky you are and how people can prevail and flourish through very 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 hard times so I think for that alone 500 people are so resilient that's a really good point all right I'll up mine to five there we go all right guys we go we're going spooky duke yeah we're gonna go now we're still going to get shivers down our spine because we are going to the wheel of shame. Oh, all right, guys. So as I said last week, I actually fiddled around with the wheel of shame and I had put taken, I thought I'd taken stuff off that isn't on the TLC network. Obviously I was wrong because we couldn't find born without limbs. But anyway, um, I did add some stuff on there. So we have some freshies on there. Ooh, I'm just going to go straight in Kate. I'm going to go straight in for our first show. We are spinning. All right. Okay. Kate, it's going to be something good. Kate, it's going to be something good. Be si- come on. Get- oh, relationship. Come on. Come on. I did- ah, okay. This might be really dark. But- oh, <laughs> but, dear. Um, interesting. Okay, okay, Kate, I will need you to check if this is available because I think this is an old one. It's called Taken at Birth. <gasps> yeah, Taken at Birth. Whoa. I think I know. I think it's going to be obviously really distressing. I just want. Can we not get something? I just need something a little bit light. God, I just realized we just watched. I mean, I cried through all of this show, Long Island Medium. I'm going to cry through all of Taken at Birth. Um, I just, Kate, I, it, I don't know if I could do any more crying. Well, I can, but I, but I just. It's too much, Kate. Oh my God. I just what? saw the description. Read it. Dr. Hicks 
sorry, I just lost it. Dr. Thomas Hicks illegally sold more than 200 babies <gasps> from the back door of his Georgia clinic in the 50s and 60s. Okay, I'm, I'm not emotionally black, stable. It's, it's black market adoption rings. Okay, I'm not emotionally stable enough to watch this. It's one season. Yeah, it's, that's... Ooh. I am a hot mess. I can't sit and watch something about women losing their children. Oh, my God. Well, Guys. it's it's the grown-up babies that were adopted, like, investigating. Uh, yeah. And okay, so I think be- it's from their perspective. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we going to hit, but there's going to be women that are crying because they lost their children were told that they were dead and this guy was selling them. Probably. Yeah. 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 Guys, I need to be on medication. I mean, all right, let's get on to the next. Guys, I'm sorry. We're going to get something light and bright now, right, Kate? <laughs> we have please. to. Come on, the wheel. love of God. I'm spinning. Three, two, one. Spinning. Come on, please. Please give us something light and bright. Wheel of shame. I can't. Honestly, I, I'll, I'll be in Bedlam next week. If- no. Ah, right. Wheel of shame is a sense of humor. That's what I'll say. Wheel of shame has a sense of humor. I asked for something light and bright. What Uh they gave us is something that is so frivolous and vapid that it has no sense or meaning and shouldn't even be a show. Okay. DC cupcakes. No. I can't do so next week. I just want us to be, I want everyone to be very clear on what we've chosen. Babies being stolen and sold, and two women who own a cupcake shop. Those are our two shows. I am not emotionally stable at the best of times, guys. <laughs> You've heard my rants. The best of times, I'm not emotionally stable. I am not emotionally stable to watch either of these. Kate. Can we oh, hire a Lord. proxy? Can we hire a proxy <laughs> to watch these report back to us? Because I'm a mess. I told you already with Hoarders. I'm never watching Hoarders. You're doing that show. I'm not doing I, it. Yeah, I'll take on Hoarders. I can't. Oh, this what is so do? insane. So, okay. The the first one, there's only three episodes that we can watch on, on TLC Go. Okay. Um, cupcake show has three seasons. The episodes are 20 minutes long. So, yeah, (laughs) sorry. I'm just taking on my, uh, my cherry Coke zero because I don't even have alcohol here to sup up the sorrow of how I'm feeling at having to watch these shows. You have to stock up. So, my mind is literally spinning like the wheel of shame thinking how can i get out of this okay so all right so we have to watch them shit all right guys those are our shows for next week children being stolen and cupcakes so enjoy um (laughs) before we before we go um on a bright note let's (laughs) show business um instagram tiktok follow us tender loving care pod tender loving care pod twitter is tlc potty our email address tender loving care pod at gmail.com email us if you want to get a reading with renee i'll pass the information or if you want to be an agent in the field you know what that is reporting behind the scenes of any tlc show that you may have been a part of or your mate was a part of we want the goss um also plug for ourselves um patreon 
We said it at the top of the show, you know where to go. Go sign up and listen to us exclusively. Talk about 90 Day Fiance UK every Monday. Um, Also, obviously, I'm going to plug my Etsy, a Brit in the Sun. A Brit, B-R-I-T, in the Sun. You can find me on Instagram at a Brit in the Sun. Um, Go on there to get... uh, It'll give you all the links to my um, Amazon as well as my um, Etsy store, which contains a ton of pop culture merch. I am gearing up big time for BravoCon. BravoCon is upon us. Can Kate and I afford the (laughs) 10 grand it would take for us to get there, get the tickets and just survive? No. No. But um, so as we mourn that, I create more and more housewife <laughs> products so that we can afford to go next we can year afford to go next year so please go ahead and check out a brit in the sun lots of pop culture it's the halloween stuff there um candles t-shirts hoodies bag blah, 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 blah. so go and check it out a brit in the sun kate you have an Etsy too. Yes. First of all, I just want to say I was cracking up that you made an abundance candle. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Sonia Morgan. So, Sonia. Okay. So I also have a shop. It's basically an expression of my love for Drag Race, um, Bravo, TLC, characters, characters, people. <laughs> Question mark. Uh, characters to me. Uh, anyway, so it's like illustrations of these people and designs and fun things like that. It's Kate Marie Art Co um, on Instagram and TikTok and Etsy. Etsy. Kate Marie Art Co. Art Co. Kate Marie Art Co. So go and follow Kate and I on Instagram. Buy something from each of our shops so one day we can get to the Mecca Bravo card. <laughs> um, all right, guys, we are going to love you and leave you. Um, if anything spooky dooky happened during the show, let us know. And as I said, we're, we're getting into a new realm, Kate. We're getting into autumn. You can expect, guys, the usual shit that you hear on here. But we're also really going to get on theme with halloween so if you have any suggestions of shows you would like us to cover you can email us but we are going to be hunting out some amazing reality tv paranormal shows for you email us your paranormal stories too and we can anonymously share those throughout the spooky month you know we can kind of sprinkle in some real life stories so if you have that, that email us i like that a lot all right guys we're gonna head off have a fabulous fabulous week um tell your friends about the potty leave us a review and check out the show notes i always forget to say that check out the show notes. there's tons of information links to everything kate and i've spoken about today and have a wonderful week bye-bye bye bye